Welcome to the Essential Geopolitics Podcast from Strat4, part of the RAIN Network. I'm Emily Donahue. In this podcast, I'm speaking with Emily Hawthorne, Strat4's Middle East and North Africa analyst, and we're talking about the geopolitical effects of drought, in this case, a specific drought in parts of Northern Africa, the worst in 40 years. Emily, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Emily. Is it safe to say that drought is not uncommon in this part of the world? You know, absolutely. The region bordering the world's largest desert, the Sahara, it's a naturally arid region. So seasonal droughts are very common around the Sahara Desert, um, particularly in the Sahel, which is sandwiched between the desert and the savanna to the south. Um, But what I want to focus on are the Maghreb countries in far northwest Africa, Morocco, Tunisia, and Algeria, um, that have grappled with drought regularly for years, but which are facing worse circumstances in terms of the drought this year than in years past. And specifically, what I mean by that is that we have now seen two years in a row of lower than expected rainfall. That means lower levels of water at dams. um, And that equals a lot of strain on farmers and agriculture in general. Um, And it's especially going to be felt in Morocco, just based on the rainfall patterns that we've seen this year um, in that country in particular. Data from Moroccan analysts earlier this year showed that there might be 40% less rain this year than there was last year. Um, And this is happening as average rainfall for this whole region is seeing a downward trend year over year, um, if you look at the data from the last century. Um, But it's definitely going to be felt this year, and especially by farmers. So speaking of farmers, is this area also affected by the locust swarms? You know, the locust swarms in Africa this year have been more of a problem in eastern Africa. In this part of the African continent, it's not as much of a problem. Um, But that certainly is a huge issue for swaths of Africa. Um, But that's especially an issue in sort of the Horn of Africa region. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The other question that I had is, what kind of political impact could this drought have in a region that is so badly affected by drought? Sure. So uh, again, I, I want to zone in on Morocco here because it is easily one of the most politically stable countries in North Africa, um, arguably in the Middle East or in the African continent overall, but it really depends on agriculture. Um, a fifth of Moroccan exports are agricultural, lots of fruits and vegetables, olive oil. And even more than that, a, a third of the Moroccan labor force is somehow involved in agriculture. So when you have a worse than expected drought this year, it's going to impact farmers. That's going to create some domestic scrutiny over how the government is supporting agriculture. And that means that there's going to be a lot of focus on small farms, of Moroccan farmers work on small farms, and a lot of them are using outdated uh, water-intensive irrigation techniques. Um, The government's tried to improve that in recent years. Um, It's really put in a lot of money to try and improve that. But still, when you really look at it, a lot of money goes to the bigger farms that are producing a lot of the crops for export. And the smaller farms aren't getting the same amount of government support. So I think out of this year and with this drought, I think you are going to see a focus on some of those demands by struggling farmers on the government to really improve the amount of financial and material support that they get. And do they have the political power to make that happen? 
You know, I think that the Moroccan government has shown really over the last 20 years, and especially since 2008, there's been a strategic agricultural plan in place, the Plan Vert, the Green Plan. The Moroccan government's tried to say, hey, agriculture is so strategically important to us. Let's make sure that we're supporting it in all the ways that we can. But a lot of that plan relies on private investment and not as much of that private investment goes into these small farms as the bigger farms. So again, it's, you know, the government can help to some extent. It can sort of put in some state investment. It can shine a light on what needs to happen. But at the end of the day, they can't control what private investors are going to do. And private investors want to invest where there's money to be made. And that's not always the small farms. So the government only has a limited amount of control here. And looking more broadly outside of domestic politics, what kind of impact will this have outside the region? You know, beyond the big questions about climate change and the best sort of resources and tactics and strategies for managing water better in arid regions of the world and and water scarce regions of the world, aside from those big questions, which are enormous questions that that are being debated and discussed all the time, um, I think this drought, you're going to see an impact on imports of food to countries like Morocco from other regions. Right now, uh, the expected harvest for cereals and grains in Morocco is expected to be much less than they had initially forecast. So that's going to increase the amount that the government has to import, especially for things like wheat and other cereals. That's going to come for uh, that's going to come from markets in Eastern Europe and from other European sources. So there will be sort of an increased demand for for those food imports from other countries. So I think that that's one big thing. And the last thing I want to say on that is it's important to consider what that does for Morocco in a year when they, like many other countries in the world, are grappling with an extra economic toll from COVID-19 that they were not planning for when they were making their budgets and plans Mm -hmm. for 2020. So a country like Morocco that's very dependent on agriculture is also very dependent on tourism. And that's one thing that really hasn't happened this year to the level that any country wants to see. So that's why I think that this drought does matter for stability in Morocco, because it's having an impact on one of those really important economic pillars that the government relies on at a time when the other important pillar, tourism, is also being shaken as well. Emily Hawthorne is Stratfor's Middle East and North Africa analyst. Emily, thank you so much for that guidance. Thank you, Emily. Emily Hawthorne monitors political, business, and security developments across the region for Stratfor Worldview. If you'd like to read her geopolitical forecasts and analysis, subscribe to Stratfor Worldview. Podcast listeners get a special rate. Go to stratfor.com slash podcast offer. That's all one word, stratfor.com slash podcast offer. I'm Emily Donahue. Thanks for listening.